We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Most valuable player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Jumper. Got it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Folks, with a heavy heart, I welcome you to a Eurostep Podcast Network post-game, but unfortunately, more importantly, post-Sham's bomb, Sham wow, news alert, seconds <laughs> after the end of Bucks raptors A disappointing game in itself, but not worth an emergency pod. But right after that game, Shams announces to the world that the Bucks plan to waive center DeMarcus Cousins. The Bucks are opting for roster flexibility ahead of league-wide con. Contract guarantee date, whatever that means. There's going to be interest in Boogie as a free agent. Duh. He's played well. We'll get into all of it, though. I am Ty Windish. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Rohan Kadi, And we are graced by the presence of the great Jordan Tresky. Fellas, I think I know the answer, probably, but how's it going? I'm, I'm doing okay. A little befuddled. Um yeah, I, I think that. I swear, yeah, we'll we'll get into it. <laughs> I'm down bad. <laughs> that was incredible. The lean into the mic on the YouTube is is outrageously good there. So, the thing is, we this has been a topic of conversation for a while. Are they going to wave Boogie? Are they going to wave West? Because those are the two guys who are on non guaranteed deals outside of the two way guys, who their deals are always non guaranteed. That's a different thing. But in terms of the actual roster, those are the two guys who don't have. Fully guaranteed contracts. The Sham says the deadline is Friday. I think the the actual deadline is technically the tenth, but you have to have them waived. I think by Friday to clear waivers by then to make sure they're not guaranteed. So yeah, um, it says the Bucks plan to do this. The fact that Boogie only plays five minutes in the second half against the Raptors, where Toronto had Bobby Portis in foul trouble, uh, and Boogie was effective, five for eight from the field. I think fifteen points, ten rebounds in limited minutes. Um, I didn't look. Single game plus minus is noisy. They might have lost his minutes. No, they were plus nine in the 19 minutes he did play. 
which really I think was par for the course, this game, with most of the boogie games we've gotten. The defense, far from perfect, although he had three steals and a block in this game. This was probably one of his best three games as a buck, I would say, pretty comfortably, even though it was a loss. But he has been guaranteed offense pretty much every time he's in the lineup. And the plus minus for all of his minutes carries that out. The Bucks have won his minutes. I guess I can just say one now. I don't have to say have. The Bucks won his minutes when he played by a lot. They didn't play good defense. It just didn't matter. They scored a ton. And that's an important thing for a team, especially without Giannis, which they were without tonight. Chris Middleton, who has just not been as effective as normal this year. That's been important for the Bucks in his in his minutes, in Boogie's minutes. And as the minute they pulled him out of the game, presumably because they decided they were waving him, who knows, the offense stalled out in the end of the third quarter and it never really recovered and they totally blew the game. So I think it's pretty frustrating timing and I think it's a frustrating move overall because well, we can get into exactly what it means, but what flexibility do they need at January 10th? What move is happening on January 10th that's better than this? I don't know. I, I'm just unhappy. I'm just not happy. I just don't see the upside here. It just seems like costing yourself a rotation player to save however much the luxury tax hit of Boogie for the rest of the year ends up being. I was always looking at Boogie as more of a body, but given the kind of string of performances we've seen recently, whether it was like, was that the... I'm mixing up games because everything just feels very so long ago <laughs> with every news, <laughs> the passage of people going into health and safety protocols. But even that's, I mean, that's a big point of the timing of everything of this too, where what nearly half the team has been in or out of uh, health and safety protocols. Um, obviously Brooke is gone for, you know, the foreseeable future with his back surgery. Um, they go from Javin DeLaurier to Luke Cornett, uh, for hardship ex- deals. I would maybe assume that they might add a couple more or at least maybe one more. I don't like, this is where I think the timing of it is certainly interesting, but it, they had to make this, make the decision regardless of the other things that are going on with their roster and all the, uh, you know, pieces that are been in and out of the lineup for various reasons. So there's different ways to look at where you can just purely evaluate where Boogie was and how he's fitting along with this roster, which, you know, based on my opinion, I I thought it was getting better and better as time went on. Um, Sure. There was some big shortcomings like, you know, defensively is you, you take what he gives you kind of thing. And you just hope for the best. So obviously, they were winning, as you said, they were winning uh, the minutes that he was on the floor, which is all you need from at least a rotation player. Um, if they're thinking they can get more than that, that's a big question, especially when, you know, realistically with trade season and buyout season, like whoever the replacement that they're hoping can come, whether it's, you know, three buyouts, wavings, or whatever the case may be. It's not going to be for a while, like ideally. So that's where it gets really harder for me to kind of, to kind of be like, okay, let's, you know, horses on this one. He he knows what's going down the pipeline kind of thing where, you know, ultimately you, you never know who you can get around this time of year and around silly season. So 
don't know. There's a it's it's just kind of a mess with given just where the Bucks are at the moment. But he did well considering my expectations for him, and it just kind of it's just this little I don't know. It's an empty feeling I have at the moment. Well, one, it just sucks for Boogie, right? It's like yeah. just just getting the emotional stuff out of the way before it's like just basketball decisions. But he kept he kept talking so much about how much he loved Milwaukee. It was the first he he it was like the best decision of his career, one of the best moves for his career, I should say. It was it was good to see him thriving. One, it's a good story. Man's working his way back from injury after injury after injury, and then two, he's actually looking pretty well, looking pretty well. And then plays one of his best games as a buck. And then one minute, one minute after the final buzzer sounds, you leak to Shams, not to Woj, to Shams, obvious clear bucks things, uh, that he's being cut. One, that's just a dick move. It's a real dick move from the bucks. It's just straight up disrespectful. It's not a good look for them. And two, it's like, if you're keeping roster flexibility open, who are you keeping it for? Everyone's already been signed to 10 days. They're running out of guys to play G League games because all the G League players are now now getting 10 days. Greg Monroe is on his second 10 day. Like, who are you going to sign? Who? And if it's a trade, you're opening up a roster spot, which means you're taking back more money, meaning you're trading a higher salary, which doesn't work for this team. I, I don't I don't think there's a trade coming. Exactly. Um, so roster sense. flexibility doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Well, it's just like we, we've talked about before on the pod. Like the if if you if there's going to be a big trade, it's probably involving Brooke just for the salaries. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it seems like they're optimistic. He wore socks to the facility, whatever that means. I I don't know. Um, but Lopez <laughs> did. I, whatever. I don't know what. What if that's a good sign? If that's a bad sign? Darvin Ham dropping bombs, dropping sock bombs. Darvin Ham <laughs> hugged him like he was gonna like literally crumble in the dust. That didn't seem like a good sign. But who knows? We saw like literally 18 seconds. Bud cursed and they blurted it out. Unfortunately, but um, <laughs> or they they bleeped it out. Um, but I, I honestly, I truly, I don't see the explanation besides money at this point. I don't know. I think the, the obvious move to free up a roster spot, we actually saw it happen this week. You send a 2076 second round pick and your bad player to Oklahoma City and Sam Presti waves someone you've never heard of and they take this guy in and then they wave that guy too and he takes the draft pick to do it. I forget who even got sent there. Was it Denzel Valentine? No, the Knicks ate him, right? No, Oni. Mia Oni. Mia Oni. And Gabriel Deck was released for him. And there's a Gabriel Deck fan page on Twitter that was very incensed. At they they said he got tortured. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, come on. You couldn't get minutes on the Thunder. But um, but <laughs> that's the – it's, it's Shemi. Shemi. Shemi is the guy. All this to say, there's clearly a guy that can go. And it's Shemi Ojoy. Big Rodney Hood is turning it around. I, I see him included all the time. And he's, he's needed. Yeah, he I, I know – I'm not – he's not world beater by any means. But they – Especially Grayson and Pat are out. Yes. And who knows how long they will be. Hopefully it's on the shorter side, but, you know, shrug your shoulders. We don't know. But you're going to need a wing, and he can kind of give you a little bit more, you know, play at least positionally. Yeah. Yes. Here's the thing about about why it's clearly Shemi. In a game where Giannis is out, obviously Brooke Lopez is out, all the other guys who are out, Bobby Portis immediately gets in foul trouble. Mamu's playing more and more. Boogie gets mysteriously pulled from the game, like the middle of the third quarter. Shemi still doesn't get a single minute. 
Clearly, that's the guy. If he's not going to play now, and maybe he wasn't really good to go. I mean, that's, this is this is a that is, the Bucks have yeah. done this before. But the other guys both. Oh no, TA didn't play either. Which who knows? Um, but uh, the other guy who just cleared protocols and played was who? Why am I forgetting this? Jordan Wara. Jordan Wara, who looked good. Um, but every yeah. every player is different. That that is possible. But yeah, the, it doesn't change the fact that. Shemi was active, and I don't know if he had to be active. I think they would have had eight without him, um, but he was active, and it still didn't get a single minute. It has not been good all year. His highest highlight was like getting scored over after playing solid defense. That's the best we've seen from Shemi Ojale. No, his 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 head hit the ground once. Yeah, he going dove, for he a dove loose on ball. the ground. I was literally yeah. going to say he also dove on the ground. There's not much to to say here. That is also up there. He almost gave himself a concussion going for a loose ball. Yes, and that was a top two Shemi Ojale Milwaukee Bucks moment so far. Um, but that was the guy, like a second round pick and, and him on a minimum to OKC or whoever else. That's a doable thing. Like it's not hard to do in the league to just dump. Sam Presti might call the Bucks and ask to do that. Proactively, yeah. He, he, no, he's probably going to call John Horace pissed off. He's going to say, I saw you release Boogie. You could have traded him to me and given me a second round pick and I would have greatly – you probably could have saved a thousand dollars by doing that, and you didn't. Um, but I, I just, I just think that's the move. And, and whether you're talking about, if you need the flexibility, do that. If you don't need the flexibility, just don't do anything. If you just want to save the money, do that. And I really, and and the the credit, a lot of the response, not a lot, some of the response has been to us all being flustered, mostly Rohan and myself. Jordan's a very even keel kind of guy. But Rohan Jordan's here so, to keep us in check. Exactly. <laughs> I, he's, it's not going to work out. We're, we're, we're on a tilt now. No, I feel free to – you have to feel these emotions. Of course you through your body. That is what we do when, <laughs> when the, the, the ninth guy gets waved. He, he worked himself up to be the ninth guy. That's a huge credit to DeMarcus Oh, yeah. Cousins. But what I keep seeing is, oh, he's not, it wasn't going to help in the playoffs anyway. And one, probably not. But honestly, I think maybe. Maybe a game here or there. Jeff Bobby Portis got benched in a series. Jeff and you, are you going to say Teague. Bobby Portis isn't worth it? Jeff Teague played in the finals. That's my rebuttal. Boogie right now is way better than Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague right. hit big, three of, big threes in game six. Against exactly. The outside too. of that game, yes. But, the Jeff yeah. Teague game. <laughs> but I, 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 to actually be you know um, analytical for a second, Boogie's best defensive game of the year was against Robin Lopez, which sounds like it's stupid, but a big center. Like I do think – that's a guy you can throw out and just like get two fouls on Joel Embiid if that series happens. Like a big lumbering center, Boogie is better at defending those guys. He's not going to shut down Joel Embiid. Don't misinterpret, but he is good at getting himself in front of those guys and pissing those guys off. It's better than Mamu and Bobby. <laughs> exactly. And the other thing, the other thing, there's a regular season. There's a lot left. I know it feels like we've gone through a lot already. We're not even halfway there. What have we got? No. 50, nearly fifty games left. I don't think fifty anymore. More than forty games left. I think you, they're. I think forty-two because they're twenty-five and fifteen, right? That would be an amazing pull. I feel like they have more losses than that, or maybe not. Maybe it not. feels. I think that's what it was. They're twenty-five and fifteen. Wow! Look at Jordan. So forty-two games left. So more than half still. You have to get through. I mean, they they just lost two in a row, and I'm not saying they had Boogie for you know seventy-five percent of the minutes. They still lost, but. You know, you don't want to fall too much in the standings. And we have to watch this. And, like, just it's, it's – the regular season, you you can take on $2 million so I don't have to watch. No offense to anyone. 
but like G League players for 20 minutes a night. I don't want to watch 20 minutes of Luke Cornett. I think Luke Cornett is going to be the guy. I'm not prepared for this. I'm broken. I don't like this. <laughs> it's, it's, we have to watch this. We do. It's, this should it, matter. It is. I To your point, there have been games where I'm just like, I'm not watching tonight. Well, like, this I, game. Like, I, this game sucked. I know. I, it started poorly, got better. Then the, the you know, the rug was pulled out from everybody in the second half. But I think but like, that was on, like, there were real players who played in this game. There's been play, yes. there's been games this year where it's just like. There haven't, yeah. No way. But, like, I think there, there there's an interesting point that we're kind of, like, circling around that kind of just entered my mind. But, like, when you're going through all this roster churn, whether it's injuries, uh, COVID-related absences, um, who knows what else? Because it just feels like they've been suffered by every abnormality at this at this point of the season. Um, would you make like a move like this where they made a big deal about Boogie coming to Milwaukee? Um, and that's when I kind of had my, you know, my radar was already like, oh, huh, that's interesting. And, you know, like, obviously this is, Drew had played with him in New Orleans. Giannis made a big deal about playing with Boogie. Chris and Boogie and Drew to a certain extent as well. Like they had kind of this chemistry when he would play on the minutes. Like, him was, and Pat were stepbrothers. Stepbrothers. Yeah. There was like, there was a certain com- camaraderie that was being built pretty quickly. I mean, he played what, like six weeks of Milwaukee at this point? Like it was not that long. Yeah. But like there was, there was something there that I thought was like interesting in terms of like the locker room. Um, just kind of complexion when Boogie came and it just kind of gives a little bit of a different juice that we hadn't seen before. Um, in part because, you know, they're playing him and Brooks out and all that stuff. Yeah, but of course. All that stuff. Like, how do they react to stuff like this? Because they, I mean, I know they they sign on for, you know, Horse has done this with guys like Dragon Bender, Christian Wood, guys that were G League, you know, level players. Christian Wood was better at the time, but we, you know, he wasn't going to have the opportunity at that point. DeMarcus Cousins, they they need a big man. They need their yeah. – it's been the big kind of area of need on their roster all year, even before Brooke got hurt. Now you take him away and you're going to go try to find someone else and, you know, offer flexibility. The guy is Luke Cornett. I mean, that's who – I think – For the time being, yes. That's For the next eight days, that's, that's going to be the guy. I don't know who else – my guy Bismack Biombo is second in the league in BPM. We're too late to him. I can't believe that take aged well. I cannot believe that aged well. On a well. heater, I, everything except for Shemi. You are absolutely not on a heater. <laughs> <laughs> it was a course correction, if anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like, I, I, I do think there is something to like. At a certain point, do you? If you're a player, just seeing like, there's going to be players that are going to be playing like Jordan Wara, Rodney Hood maybe Shemi, not tonight, <laughs> but like they're going to get more minutes at this juncture just because of where the roster is at this point. But like, when do you kind of just like voice, wh- like what is the plan here in terms of this end of the roster that just constantly keeps turning over, which I know like we've talked about in the past, it does not mean anything. It really doesn't. It just is a name. It's a cycle for like new guys are going to keep coming in and keep coming in. And we like, oh, let's hope it, it goes well. And then they just kind of it's like, oh, there we go again. There's a where's the next one? But like, I just think there is 
eventually there's going to be a need for some continuity, whatever that is. But as this season is showing, this continuity is just completely existent for a lot of reasons that have been beyond the Bucks' control, obviously. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is this is this gets at what Adam relayed us. Adam couldn't join us. He uh he, he's actually being responsible. This quote uh, is actually a heater. This is. So what did he say? Uh, voice my continued skepticism of horse's high turnover, busy body personnel strategy. That oh. is a heater. See, I don't think this is. We got. Worse, though. We have a. Yeah. Did you bring worse. this up? Wait, what? Horse taught or had. This is from Woj. Um, he tells ESPN slash Woj, we wouldn't have been able to get through this difficult stretch of the stretch of the season as successfully as we did without Demarcus. He was so good for us, and hopefully we helped him too. We made a strategic decision to have an open roster spot, but there's nothing that would prevent us from partnering with Demarcus again down the road. I what the what fuck that, does that mean? I don't know what that second part is. But, uh, <laughs> Are they going to try and bring him back on the 10-day contracts to save money? If they do that, just honestly, just, I don't know, Giannis has to go and say, do you, do you want me to pay for stuff? Do you want me to pay for stuff? Isn't that what uh, is that the Lakers did something like that with Stanimal? And the Miami Heat still have Caleb Martin on a two-way, even though he's clearly not a two-way level guy. I, I, they, I, I wonder, I I wonder if they're going to try and find – but then why, why not play him for the rest of the game? I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe that didn't happen. It does seem like that happened. It's very strange. 
But I was going to say, this doesn't, I don't think this is Horst. This feels like ownership. This is, this reminds me of going into free agency. Horst makes a big deal out of having PJ Tucker's bird rights at entering the free agent period. And then they just let him go somewhere else. And that roster spot wasn't used until they got Boogie, funny enough. Um, yeah. Cursed roster spot. But again, I don't think I, and I, I don't want to just let someone off the hook unilaterally. I'm not saying John Horst is perfect. I do think both of those moves, like I, there's no basketball sense in not retaining PJ. You'd rather have the asset. You can open up a roster spot. Like that is an ownership thing to me. This feels the same way. I, I don't think I like, I miss Boogie already. This does not seem like, and they're going to keep saying it's whatever strategic decision. Sure. Do you know it's it's such a bad look that John Horst had to give a quote to Woj? Can yeah, we appreciate that, that for a moment? You don't often see that. I think it's never from the Bucks. Never from the Bucks, too. That's exactly. The exactly. So, like they know they're getting flamed. They know it's a bad look for them, so they yeah. have to go out and give a quote to the reporter. They and if we're be, I mean, as we talked about at the start of this. That quote doesn't come out if that news doesn't leak 30 seconds. It leaked faster than Malika Andrews' piece yeah. on Giannis after <laughs> it was, the Eastern Conference Finals a couple years ago. Like, it was, like, instant. We did, oh, our, we did our playback Malika's room. had a glow up since then. Yeah, she, she has, she's come a long way. We yes. did our, our playback room for the Raptors game, and we're like, oh, this loss sucks, whatever. And then I just hear Rohan go, they caught Boogie? And I thought, like, someone in the chat was, like, messing around. I was like, no way. And I pulled up the tweet and looked at it. But, um, you know, I think, Jordan, this really speaks to your point, though, because I don't think the Bucks care what people on Twitter say. I mean, how long was oh. some kid to coach with the Abbeys? They don't care at all. But I do think this does speak to, like, the team is probably very – Team high. and agent. Yeah, and agent. It's, yeah. it's not just fan perception. It's just league-wide perception yeah. as yeah. well. It's like you – you bring a guy in. You were talking, Jordan, about how they make such a big deal about bringing DeMarcus Cousins in. You're having all this content about DeMarcus Cousins building up that good story. And then as soon as the guarantee date comes, it's like, nah, bye. Because, too, I mean, if you're not – if you didn't watch Bucks Raptors tonight, you could look at, like, oh, he got 15 and whatever – how many rebounds he got tonight? Ten. Yeah, yeah, you know, double-double and, you know, won the minutes that he was on the floor. Like, started five games. He played 17 yeah. games and started five of them. Like, and it was clearly a basketball – like, I, not to cut you off, Jordan, but just quickly. No, it's okay. I don't know what else he could have done to make the case to keep him. I like, think that's – I think that's ultimately where I kind of lie. And I – again, they have – historically, they have won this bet, whether it was – um, kind of different circumstances, but like getting Marvin Williams, uh, making the play for PJ when his value was so low. Miritich, they had yeah, that's another. It was a good trade. It was a good trade. The, time, the good idea, good. terrible execution, as yeah. we always say. I just think like you're always gonna be a cat chasing your own tail, trying to like, okay, we're gonna do it again, year four, and it's like, yo. Know, it's I don't know I don't know this is where hindsight will always prove to be right but like eventually this magic will run I know Adam is going to be smiling from ear to ear when I say this but like eventually the magic is going to run out where you think you're the next person is going to be like this is the solution we're going to think figure out everything right now and it just doesn't work out and maybe that's what the season is because it kind of just I don't know I'm not trying to jinx anything like that but like the fact that it's just been like okay who's in tonight 
Who do we have available? All that stuff. Bob's not and even coaching tonight. Like it's, it's just- such a it's such a dichotomy between the different ends of the roster as well. Like at the top yes. end of the roster, there's like we're gonna keep running it back with Eric Bledsoe. We're gonna keep doing this. We're gonna keep going with Jason Kidd. Who cares what all your Twitter avies think? We're gonna keep doing this. But then when it comes to the end of the roster, they're like, how many guys can we get through as soon as possible? Uh, don't take that out of context. Uh, just it's <laughs> I did that to myself. Uh, Another one. But um, it's just it's such a strange way to really act when you have two different really avenues of thought or schools of thought, excuse me, between different players. And I guess you should you shouldn't treat like end of the bench guys as you do star players. But it's such like a weird way of splitting the way you think in the sense like, no, we believe in ourselves. We believe in our culture versus, okay, this guy doesn't work. He stinks. Like, let's let's move on. And this is why this is why I look at this as different than those, because the guys you mentioned who got cut didn't play. You know, I mean, they played in the G League, but like. Christian Wood was looked really good. He played with the herd pretty much exclusively. He wasn't. Yes. He, I, I don't think he played as many minutes. I don't want to say something stupid, but he clearly never had a role like Boogie's had. Yeah. Dragon Bender even less so. I probably played like five, maybe more than five, not many games. This is this is not the end of a bench guy. Like they have end the of difference too. They had Brooke who yes. papered over everything, everything literally, so stat or like you know with their scheme and just his play and. His, the perfect his fit. Reliability. Reliability, availability. The availability, like, better way, yeah. Like everything. And you lose that and you're just kind of like, okay, we'll play small and we'll get Boogie in when they sign him and, it, you know, kind of fill in the cracks between there. And Bobby has been, you know, I know he's can't pay for his own all-star appearance, but like he has been really good. Yes. Um, But it's like the, the need for a body, whether that's Boogie or someone else, like it's, even more pressing this year um, and just what they're going through. And, you know, it's I just, like, as, you, as you said before, about. as you said before, like what else did he have to show to prove that he could be on this roster past his guarantee, guarantee yeah. deadline? Not much. And maybe that's, maybe this works out in a way where they find someone that maybe fits their, what they're looking for. I don't know what it is, but like, I don't know. It's it's really hard to envision where this can kind of improve based on exactly, where we're seeing like, right now. Exactly. This gets back to what I was talking about earlier. All the guys have been signed already, and they're going to most likely stay with te- like teams with familiarity. Like you have guys like Joe Johnson, who is like even Udoka was saying, like, "Oh man, we want to keep him around." It's like once these teams realize, "Hey, this guy's good." Yeah, I think you know what they do. It. I think you just spoke of Joe Johnson 10 day in existence. In like, <laughs> oh God. At by least, Thursday least, morning. At least the workouts are free. We'll get a workout. Yes. <laughs> we won't know about it though. No, um, no, absolutely not. We won't know about anything, but it's just like these teams, they're thinking this guy, he's good. We should keep it. <laughs> like what a wild concept that is. Like the Suns are di- uh, discovering that with Bismack Biombo right now. <laughs> like, oh, this guy's good. Maybe we should keep him around. <laughs> you know? oh, well, it's not even like even simpler than the strategic level or the tax or cheapness or whatever else. I think just in this season that Jordan, you've touched on this a few times. It's just been a brutal season for a lot of reasons. 
I felt like Boogie was one of the few just like really fun parts of the season. Like even when a game wasn't going well, like Boogie's throwing someone on the ground. He gets like six and ones in a row. He's running over guys. The threes gave me heartburn, but like inside he was so much fun. And I just felt like he brought and, and off the court as well. Like, you know, the all access where we saw how badly Bud misses Brooke when he said, Shoes, socks, I don't care. Come as you are, Brooke. We'll take whatever we can get. Like, Bud's like, please, God, come back. Uh, and <laughs> so are we. But uh, but Boogie just felt like he brought so much fun energy. And, you know, does does have, does have not having Boogie change your fortunes in a Nets series? Probably not. Does not having Boogie the rest of this year put you in a worse condition, both guys having to play more minutes and less wins? By the time you get there, potentially – and even even on a baser level than that, it's just like taking away one of the few like unmitigated like this story is pretty damn cool for the Bucks. And we still have Wes. So Wes has been great, but yeah, he's he. I mean, I've got what like if that, what if that comes next? There was a piece about oh my god from the Journal Sale today about like you know the process article. behind yeah great article like really informative Jim, Jim and just Oswalski, I think really good yeah and I was like <laughs> now that. This is happening. I was like, oh, yeah, we didn't see that with Boogie. I wonder why that didn't happen. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I mean, he's going to, at this rate, he's hitting shots. He's played, they, you know, he's. He's closing games. He's closing games. Yeah. He's really, he's been he's, really he's good. Been amazing. Arguably better than where he was a couple years oh, ago. Oh, easily. Oh, easily. He looks like a different player, too. Yeah. He looks great. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's a very it's a weird dichotomy of just like oh yeah Wes has been perfect and it's like Boogie's like kind of been there maybe bigger expectations just because it's Marcus Cousins as it always is but like I again I just kind of clung to like even if he isn't where he was pre injury and all that stuff and foibles be damned like he's still giving them a positive impact there's something a different dimension that they were that he was giving them that you know necessarily wasn't there with Brooke or you know, Bobby or just whatever else. Cause they just don't, they didn't need him to play that kind of role all the time. So I don't, yeah, it's so weird. It just sucks. It's, it does. It does. Rohan. I'm last sad. Thoughts. Yeah. I mean, it just felt I'm like just he, was, he was the bench offense and he was fun and aggressive and picked up texts at good times. Bucks picked up, um, <laughs> picked him up at bad times. The last two losses, but like, did they did they think this was a hardship deal before a hardship deal was a thing? Right. I, I don't know. It was funny because I actually I saw somebody on Twitter say they, they should re-sign Boogie hours ago. And I actually quote I was like, they actually don't have to. They haven't signed all year. They don't have yeah. to do anything. They can just sit and he's on the team just, for the rest of the year. And then yeah. they did the thing. Yep. They did yep. the thing. Let's let's quickly I know we want to keep this short. Well cool. let's let's talk about the uh, the horse quote a little bit in terms of like, we don't want to not ruling out partnering with DeMarcus down the road. Like he's signing with another team. Oh, for sure. I think, I think definitely. He's going to like the Lakers right now. I was going to say the Lakers always just like, yeah, you're a big name guy. We'll bring you on. No, they're they're trying to get rid of DeAndre Jordan because who would have thought that would work out? The worst case is. Oh, wait. uh, Boogie Boogie and PJ together in Miami. Miami. Yeah. It's Miami. And they actually do need bigs right now with Bam. Because Bam is still out. That's true. And and Markeith Morris's career is over, thanks to Nikola Jokic. So 
uh, seemingly that's not reporting, but he has yet to play since then. It's just I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah he's, he just, he's just done. Yeah, it's huh. Yeah, I know. okay. Not even really a story somehow nationally, which seems nuts to me. I was gonna say I feel like I. I mean, I strictly watch the Bucks purely this yeah. season when I've had time, but I did not think about. <laughs> okay, that's Nicole, interesting. You said you're not playing anymore this year. It's a wild thing, but I mean, but, I can't. I can't even be mad. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to relitigate. <laughs> no kerfuffles in Twitter accounts with yeah. the Yokis brothers. That's what they, they don't. <laughs> oh yeah, anymore. they deleted that account by the way. It's probably for the best for literally everyone. Uh, yeah. No, it's not. Not, like not for content. Yeah, for content. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Ty, Ty, you've ruined my brain, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're welcome. But do we think it's a possibility that they re-sign him at some point? If they get lucky and he doesn't stick somewhere else, but I, I just I think he's gonna find somewhere else in the short. Also, what? How does? How would that? Are we saying this year? Yeah. Yes. I, I don't see the point. Like, what is that's it? what I was gonna say? Like, if any, that would just look really bad on them. Yeah. Like, it already like, does though. So. Oh yeah, but even more so because because then it's just like, oh, we didn't give who we thought we were. Maybe who. It's gonna get bought out in a couple of months or whatever, or a couple of weeks. Boogie, you want to come, wanna back? come back? You want to come back and play for us? <laughs> Just like how you do it's like it was, an, it was an accident. We didn't mean it. Well, and, and it yeah, was you. It was a me, not you. Operating off the premise that they are expecting Brooke back at some point. You think now is when you would want him the most? Like, oh you yeah, want him. You want him at, like to line up with the non-Brooke time as much as possible because yeah, fully healthy between Bobby Brooke Giannis, you assume Boogie doesn't really play, which is fine. No. No, but, you never so assumed but, that he would play. But this is the that. time. Like, this is when, like, oh, Brooks coming back. This was the point. This was the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many times, like, it's, I'm losing my voice. <laughs> yeah, I, I do feel like we're just going to keep circling back to, like, this just stinks. Yeah. I miss Boogie it's, already. It's just, I think it's all, yeah, it's just mostly, like, again, we don't see the forest through the trees, but they're just, I hate to always be skeptical about like cutting guys or just be like, oh, that's a weird kind of move. But like, especially when it just feels like they're always chasing for like, okay, we made the calculated decision not to bring back PJ. We're going to bring in semi Shemi Ojale to kind of be the replacement level PJ Tucker store, you know, great value. And it's like, no, that's not working. That's he's even worse than replacement level. You have to find the replacement level to the replacement level player. And then it's like, well, then Brooks hurt. It's like how they like want to build this roster is not fitting with how I see like how they're trotting out different players every night. And it's like, you know, which approach is going to work better. (laughs) I don't know. You know, you know what, in worst case scenario, like you find someone else, Wave him then. Yeah. Let's say you have to wave someone. Wave him then. Or are you too cheap? Yeah, what is the – do we do we have the number? It's a vet min. It's 2.1, but isn't it's, it? They, they, they add – So it's 1.6. They're on the hook for some. You know, it doesn't all go away. You still had to pay him while he was here. So it's well, – yeah. whatever Whatever prorated amount of days he was here minus – well, I guess just from here on out, whatever the rest of it would be, it's you're prorating yeah. a prorated amount because they signed him late. Vetmin's it's got it's under a mil. It's probably over a mil after tax bill, but probably not too no, much more. Vin, minimums don't count towards tax. Yes, they do. The extra amount for vets does not. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yes. Yeah, 
So, so that, around like that's where the one, one and a half, two from. mil. The 1.6 is the tax number for the Boogie's vet min. He actually made two point something. But the NBA doesn't want to discourage signing older players. So they cover some of that yeah. for tax purposes. So it's prorated 1.6 minus however many days into the season he signed. And then whatever's left. So let's say really rough numbers. Maybe they paid him 300000 already and it would have been like 800000 more for the rest of the year. Cool. You made that much money on beer sales at tonight's game. The tennis hasn't been great lately. I'm not sure they did um, COVID out here. I, don't, I actually don't know. if They're probably still doing okay. It hasn't looked as good on TV though. No. $14 beers. That's crazy. It's crazy. They'll bring them to your seat though. <laughs> After like an hour. Can I order a new replacement center on the app? Will they bring? Yeah, that's uh, the uh, paging Kenneth Farid. I better just name that. Kenneth Farid. Oh. oh no! Oh no! You want the manimal? He'll give you some. No. He had a double double in the first half of the Grand Rapids Gold game as I was perusing Twitter <laughs> I today. I would hope so. I mean, if you were <laughs> signed into the G League now, you're a coward. Kenneth hey, Farid, I know. Listen. I know someone who else, or I know someone else who signed a G League contract recently. And I don't think it's been picked up by a team. Who? Oh, no. I know who exactly who you're thinking of. Oh, yeah. Who? Michael Beasley. Let's <laughs> oh, <God. no. laughs> He's literally the inverse of Shemi. Oh, can, we get, can we get JLB back, please? He is. Definitely. I don't remember who he signed with. but Oh, is he? Oh, wow. Is he in the league? No. Oh, if yeah, he's somewhere, somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get Rashad Vaughn? What about Bonzi Coles? All of these names just keep boogie. <laughs> it's going to be the same price. That's the, the I mean, Bryant's playing in Korea. I bet he's doing nice. well. Which, which Korea? They Let's couldn't see. get Steve Kerr to go, so they had to send South Korea. Bryant. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I figured it was. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That, that's why I don't buy the strategic flexibility thing, though, because – Mathematically, if they sign someone tomorrow, it's cost the exact same because you're still paying. That's why I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna be ten day guys, yeah, ten day guys, and keep it open. You hope that or that's gonna probably meet up to trade the trade deadline, and then whoever gets bought out. Yeah, which is just like a terrible plan. Yeah. So they're just like, please, Robin Lopez. Is is their plan? That or is Stad Young? Like Thad Young's not getting bought out. The Spurs are getting a deal for Thad Young. He makes a lot of money though. But they can. But that's why I feel like they can get. He makes a lot of like it's more than you think. I think it's like nearly fourteen. Fourteen. It's fourteen. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's not that's like Marvin where Marvin Williams' salary was a couple years ago. Like that's not easily movable. And I don't think, especially when if you're an opposing team, you'll be like, you're not playing this guy. What do you want from us that? Is it going to cost as much because you're like you're already showing that you're not going to play him? Yeah, but I think like I'm assuming Marvin Williams and his buyout gave a lot of it back so we could chase a ring. I don't know if Thad Young's doing that. Uh, Did Marv get much back? I don't think. I think they every it's it's rather it's more unusual when guys give less back because it's they always try to give like the salary that basically just kind of like matches what they wouldn't make yeah what they would make right yeah it's like one of the odd ones like blake griffin i think gave more back 
in part because his money was just so it was just so big 60 million or (laughs) whatever the the kevin love conversation that was on. yeah and that oh my god that would have been just like how do you can they get kevin love no he's way too good now not a chance he scored 20 points in multiple games in a row some against oh we got another woge tweet oh it's the story okay well let's real quick we're about to wrap up let's just see if there's anything anything in this story won't guarantee his deal. We'll waive him. It's, it's just his tweets. Yeah, we're just talking about open roster spot. The same quote. He was so good for us, and hopefully we helped him too. I will say they did. I mean, I think oh, for did. sure. He's getting a deal. He literally didn't have a job. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the, only, the only other team that looked at him was the Nuggets yeah. before then, but they, I don't they, think they even then, had a roster spot. But that was before That was before all the 10 days were getting yes. signed. I'm sure yeah. they were getting yeah. going to It's going to work out for Boogie. It, like you said, Rohan, you weren't wrong when you said this sucks to do that to him, to cut him like that. But I, they, it's not like they're not leaving him totally high and dry. Like he's going to find more work, I think. Although there's a chance he doesn't make as much if he only gets 10 days and then doesn't get retained, which I think is possible. But we'll see. And that's why I think that's like, how he stayed I'm with the Clippers about. last year, though. He did a, I think yeah, it was like it two is, ten days, and then yeah. yeah. So I mean, it is possible. I mean, they're again, we're dealing with COVID all over the league, but they're you never know who might get hurt. Not yeah. good, uh, not wishy for injury, but like yeah, that always opens up the door for you know someone like Boogie to land somewhere and like on the Bucks. <laughs> hey, there's nothing preventing them <laughs> from revisiting this partnership again. <laughs> they really did. It's not us. It's it's not you. It's us. Didn't didn't they? I, I hate. That, yeah, that's basically it's, what it's that statement was. Breakup. It's the worst breakup. They're just trying like, to transition to be friends with benefits with Demarcus Cousins, and it makes me sick. Quote of the pod. Yeah. On that note. Uh, uh, yeah, we have to. I think we can't. Yeah, say that's a, that's a perfect way to end. Uh, thank you for listening. Us get mad online from with Jordan moderating. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode. Please leave a five-star rating on Apple and or Spotify. Just do both. Why not? Yeah. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. I have a YouTube video dropping uh, tomorrow. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Substack, gspn.substack.com. I don't know when this is going up. So it's going so, up. The, yeah. Ch- sure. Whatever. Just check the YouTube. Uh, I don't know. I was saying in relation to what I was saying. Whatever. This is shambles. Whatever. Uh, leave a five-star rating. Uh, make sure you... I already said the subscribe thing. Thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye, Boogie. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment 
and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.